another Supergirl Super Tuesday. I'm Shanna, and I'm here with the doctor. And we are discussing season five, episode 16 of Supergirl, Alex in Wonderland. What did you think of this episode? It was intense. I was afraid that she was going to get trapped in there. I was like, oh, shit. Of course she gets trapped in there when Kara's out of town. I like that it was a very Alex-centric episode. The thing is, I wanted her to get caught in there specifically because I was like, I feel like if Alex, if they don't have somebody that they know for sure is stuck in there, they're never going to figure this dang thing out because Kelly brought it to Andrea and Andrea was like, oh, well, you know, we haven't gotten any reports, so I'm sure it's not a big deal. And (laughs) then like... She went in and she was concerned, but she seemed to be the only one that was concerned that she only went in because she knew something happened with Alex. So I was just like, I hope Alex gets trapped enough so that somebody figures out that something is going on in this stupid VR world. Uh, It was driving me a little crazy. Yeah. I love how the yada... (laughs) I'm going to hell. I love how the yada yada... (laughs) So... What's interesting is that they both managed to, like, be completely dismissive of his death while also making his death the center focal point of the episode. So, like, did they even have a memorial picture of him? <laughs> no, they didn't have a memorial <laughs> picture. That was what was so weird. So, like, they yada yada his death. They were like, oh, yeah, he was in Peru helping some some people, uh, some aliens uh, resettle, and he had a heart attack. They just, like, breezed right through that. And then somehow what managed to frame the fuck? <laughs> They basically call him a fat fuck. Right. <laughs> like they framed the whole episode around his death. And then the last what, five seconds are the memorial where you still don't see him. <laughs> and like they and they cut away from the memorial so quick, too. It was like, like Alex was like, I'm sorry about what I said. She's like, it doesn't matter. You're here now. And then they were like, dun. <laughs> Wait, and they Thanos, they Thanos snapped his avatar in a virtual reality. Like, it was just, yeah. Beautiful. Like, a uh, homegirl, young Alex, got more screen time. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my God, this is so weird, but it, it's what he deserves. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Alex is upset about her father dying, and <laughs> I like how even Carl was kind of taken aback because Carl was like, "Wait, you planned the memorial with me yesterday? <laughs> like now you don't want to go? Like what the hell is happening?" So she doesn't want to go to the memorial. She feels like her father. Well, initially she says it's because her father put all this unnecessary pressure on her to like take care of Cara and take care of her mom. And -hmm. she resented him for it. Um, Later we find out that it's more that she never got to like work through all these feelings about how she felt about him. And she thought there would be time. And like, it's that kind of thing where it's upsetting because you can't be angry with someone who's dead. So, mm. so that's like really where that's coming from. Um, she didn't get a chance to work through this stuff and she thought she would have time to. And so um, 
so she decides that she's going to go into the virtual world and, and forget about stuff for a while. And so this is the thing with Andrea, too, where it keeps coming up, like why she doesn't want to shut down Obsidian is because she's like, people use our stuff to deal with their trauma. But what we saw Alex doing was not dealing with her trauma. That was escaping from her trauma. Absolutely. Like, the way Andrea talks about it, like, we can't shut this system down because, you know, people are, like, processing their They shit. need to process trauma. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I, <laughs> that, that is not what people are doing. <laughs> At all. Not even a little bit. Okay. So I was just like. They're using, it to, they're using it to fill the holes in their lives. And when it does, they can't get out because they don't want to let go of the hole it filled. Exactly. So yeah, I, I was like, I was like, this is not true. <laughs> like, uh, Andrea is being a little extra there, um, and Kelly notices that the glitch, which was again supposed to be fixed for the second time now, still has not been fixed, and she figures that there must be at least hundreds of people um, who are using this technology and not being able to come out of the game because there's no fail safe Mm -hmm. to it. (laughs) So Kelly, (laughs) well, let's talk about Alex's virtual world first. (laughs) In her virtual world, she is Supergirl, complete with a black wig with bangs. Look, that CW wig budget is still garbage. (laughs) Which the thing was at first I was just like, oh cute, like whatever with the black hair or but I didn't even like really put together until just like maybe an hour ago. I was I thought back to it and I was looking at the picture again and I was like, oh she has bangs because Kara has bangs. Yeah. <laughs> like she even added the bangs in there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's so simple. Um <laughs> Interesting because there was an option for her. It it almost like it tapped into her once. So there was an option for her to be a mom. Yeah. So that was the thing that was um, interesting too, is they told us last week, it does, it kind of feeds off of your own, what is already in your brain. Right. So also what's funny is when she's fighting Hank Henshaw, it's just, it's such a one dimensional one note version of Hank Henshaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you like that's kind of how you can tell also you're in a virtual world because everybody's being very like one extra. Yeah, like one dimensional versions of themselves. So like, you know, what's his name? John is like extra like father figure because that's who he is to Alex. And Brainy Brain what I thought was interesting and I thought she might pick up on it a little is the way she imagined Brainy was kind of sinister. A little bit, yeah. And so I was like, is that like is that like a clue that like her subconscious is already kind of distrustful of Brainy now? Um and Hank is Hank and Shaw was just like so over the top. Like everything was like even his voice was extra comic booky, like just extra. Yeah, everyone was extra. Um <laughs> I thought it was interesting that Kelly and uh, Kara were like the two who didn't show up in her fake virtual world. 
Well, Kara was there for a hot sec. Well, no, because I don't need... She didn't interact with Kara in the virtual world. Well, no, she didn't interact with her, but we see her being trapped and having to be saved. Yeah, but, like, that's what I thought was interesting because I kind of felt like if she had to interact with them, even the fake versions of them, it would have pulled her out of the, like, it yeah. was the, like the, the system knew. Yeah. Like, like those, those two were like hit a little bit too close to home for her. Like everyone else could be like extra silly. Um, and, oh, I did, I will give them props though for the dragon. For the random dragon at the beginning. Yeah, look, they are trying to look. They're like Game of Thrones disappoints you, but we won't. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> again, the Game of Thrones did not disappoint me. However, <laughs> but they gave me like a full dragon in sunlight and everything. They didn't even try and make it like a nighttime scene, so you could only mm-hmm. see part of it. I was like, okay, I see y'all with the dragon. Um, and then also along the way, she is encountering the other people in the game who are stuck. So she sees like this old man, he's playing a concert and she's like, oh, you know, this is so cool. Um, And she mentions like, I got to get out of here soon. And he's like, get out of where? Like, um, and then this other girl that she meets, initially both of them are both aware. aware. Yeah, that they're in a virtual world. But then the next time she encounters her, She's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm. She's a adventurer character, like a what are those things? Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones kind yeah. of feel, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm Tilly, the explorer, or whatever. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, and that girl is dealing with um the fact that like she just found out her sister has cancer, and so. Um, and she can't go see her. So she's like working through that. And we don't see her journey. I'm assuming at some point she worked through that and got stuck in the game. Um, and then Kelly tries to go in and convince Alex to wake herself up. And, and it ripped her up. <laughs> so what was smart, the game adapted really well. Because at first, Alex figures it out herself. And she's like, I'm... Like, I'm stuck here. How come I can't get out? And she wakes She wakes herself up, she thinks, but she's still stuck in the game. And so the yeah. game ad- adapts by, tell, like, creating this scenario where she, they're like, the reality has been altered by this bad guy. So that when Kelly comes in and she's like, you're not in the real world, she's like, oh, no, it's gotten to Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very smart of the game. Um, and you are you watching Westworld? I'm gonna catch up after it all airs. Okay, because there was this scene in last night's episode of Westworld too. I just thought it was funny, um, where someone's in a simulation and mm-hmm. they realize it, and to break the simulation, they basically start doing all these things to make the simulation run all these processes at the same time until it freezes. So. Mm. Like, it asks two characters in the simulation to find the square root of negative one, which is, like, a paradox kind of thing. So they just keep, like, going back over it. And, like, they do that with enough of the different processes in the simulation to break the simulation. So I was like, oh, interesting. Two things (laughs) happening on two of my favorite shows. Um, Yeah, and so... 
Alex basically has to figure out a way to wake herself up um, because there's no fail safe inside the game anymore. So Kelly create because they they were like you have to create something that's so weird it can't be real but is also undeniable Mm -hmm. so kelly sends her a version of herself when she was younger to talk her out of the game and deal with her shit my favorite thing though about the whole entire scenario is when she comes out what kelly says to her where, Mm -hmm. where she's like this is the real world and you know it's the real world because things are not perfect. Like we had a fight today that we still haven't talked about. Your dad Your is father still dead. Died. You're not dealing with yeah. it. <laughs> like you and Kara are <laughs> like in the middle of an argument and you're going to have to deal with all of that and it's going to suck. But that's <laughs> how you know this is the real world. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> I was like, it was kind of the message that we all needed to hear right now. <laughs> because I feel like I'm constantly right now with all of this going on, going back and forth between I want to like be dealing and problem solving and, and you know, going through all of the stuff. And then I also want to not think about it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, if you're going to live in the real world, you have to deal with all of the bullshit that comes along with living in the real world. So, yeah, it's like, damn it. <laughs> like, I get it. And you also don't want to be trapped in that fake world. Like, that's what so many of the shows that we watch have these like, plot lines where, like, there's some sort of simulation or some sort of matrix. And, like, the moral is, like, none of us really, really want to live in there forever even though we might want to escape for a few hours. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of the same way. I mean, they're talking about virtual reality, but don't we do that with television? Yeah. It's, I mean, and binge culture kind of allows us to do it with television, right? We can sit and pretend the world doesn't exist for hours, even days if we want to, and just avoid, avoid, avoid. Look, I spent this past weekend reading, watching TV, and I did a puzzle. Mm-hmm. That was my weekend. I was like, that's I like that is all I have the brain power and the energy for. Um, I binge watched a Disney Plus show <laughs> that is meant mm-hmm. for children. <laughs> is it that one that I saw the ad for? I forget the name of it. Um, I watched the the Diary of a Future President. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was actually very adorable. <laughs> so it was like. I was like, I needed this. I needed something heartwarming. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I get it. I I think <laughs> it's funny because, again, Supergirl finds itself being extremely comic booky while also being extremely timely. Because, I mean, the level of it is obviously bigger it's not like what we have currently but Mm -hmm. the message is so timely with what we're going through it's like things are really shitty right now yeah also i want these and you like it's okay to decompress for a while but you can't stay lost in that Mm -hmm. and when you are and also because we still don't know what's happening what leviathan wants but we know that like when you are stuck in that it it's these 
things, these corporations, these beings who control folks who are able to take advantage when you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, the only thing I really do want is those lenses that you can put on with just a flick of your hand. Like, I wish I could put on my Look at the flick of the wrist, sorry. so much. <laughs> I was such a nerd. <laughs> Did you? Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. Um... Yeah, so. <laughs> you don't know what to do with me, do you? I, know, I really don't. I really don't. Uh, yep, yeah, Alex makes it to her, her dad's funeral just in time for them to hit the credits, <laughs> for them to hit the lights. <laughs> they even, y'all, don't give a, y'all don't give a damn about this anyway. It's cool. <laughs> they even, like, kind of cut out on uh, whole girl's... Uh, speech <laughs> when eulogy, mom, yeah, yeah. Her eulogy, like, they were like let's just turn the volume way down on this. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful he did not care about my man at all not that he deserved it um <laughs> and then there's a connected but small b-plot with um william noticing that so what's interesting is William thinks that whatever this glitch is with the obsidian system that it's actually Lex who's behind it. Yeah. And, and Kelly kind of wonders about it too. Mm-hmm. Because uh Lex is now on the board and part of the reason that the the glitch never got fixed because the funding was being held up by the board. So that's one of his theories. Um and then there's basically what's interesting is you kind of have all these people in the background of Andrea's company. <laughs> Cause you have Lex like warming his way on the board. And then you have um, homegirl from Le- Leviathan who is uh, also working with Lex, but also working against him. And then you have the older lady who I guess is was working at Obsidian, but is posing as an EMT and stealing the bodies of these people mm-hmm. for whatever purpose we still don't know. And then at the very end, we see Andrea asking for information about the glitch, and she is asking for that information from Eve. Of course. So it's just also funny to me that Andrea, at this late in the game, is trying to get a clue I'm like, girl, at this point, they're basically running your company without you. <laughs> like, you. You can try, but you've already lost control. <laughs> so you have all of these people like in the background of Obsidian and all these different players. And I don't know that William's necessarily wrong because I think Lex is always so many steps ahead of some people that he could know what Leviathan is doing and is trying to steer William towards Leviathan to expose them. Like, that could also be part of his plan, because I don't trust Lex. Um, But there's just, there's so many other players going on, and, like, William, I feel like William and, uh, what's her name, and Alex and all of them are so focused on Lex that 
it's either going to be that they're so focused on less, they're going to miss Leviathan or Leviathan finding out about Leviathan is going to lead them back to Lex, but he'll be able to blame it all on Leviathan. Yeah. So, yeah, and next week's episode is called Deus Lex Machina, so we're, it's definitely going to be Lex-focused. And it's our last episode before the hi- the coronavirus hiatus. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, they probably were going to take a break anyway, but mm-hmm. it's just like now who knows when they're going to come back because who knows when it's going to be safe to film. Exactly. And Melissa really got to be careful carrying a baby. So I she and she, I mean, and then even after she has the baby too. Mm-hmm. Because they said in South Carolina it was a seven month old baby just tested positive. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard there was a baby, baby like a brand new newborn um, because the mom had it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I think I was listening to the Flash podcast, and Chris and Daniel were making fun of the fact that uh, by the time they come back, Daniel Panabaker is probably going to have her baby. It's going to be that for everybody. <laughs> like everybody's going to be new moms on the set. <laughs> we hit the right. We're going. Yeah, it's such a shame. Um. Yeah. So feedback. Let's get into the feedback. I am really excited about how they could possibly wrap this up because I think there's a lot of options and I really don't want Lex to have to go permanently. So I would love to keep him around as a forever villain. But also... Well, I think he's going to wind up on uh, the Superman show. Either way. I just, you know, I, I want him to keep villaining. But... Like thinking about this hiatus and when they may or <clears throat> may not come back, it's just like we don't even understand the ripple effects that this is gonna have. Because remember, no, because I mean, this isn't like the writer strike where you know it'll eventually get back. We don't know what's gonna happen next. Exactly, that's what I think. Like the writer strike had all sorts of repercussions, and that was something that was like kind of planned and had an end in sight, at least, you know? Like, we just don't know. Um, Okay, feedback. Craig. Craig. Hi, Craig. (laughs) Craig said, in the middle of this episode, a Burger King commercial popped up offering contactless delivery and assured me that they cared about me. A lot of companies are trying to normalize all the shit that's going on around us. It's kind of like we got those thingies in our eyes. (laughs) I promise I'm not stoned, but the coincidence was not lost on me. <laughs> Love you guys. Are you sure, dear? I mean, no. Look, nobody would blame you, like is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know you like that. I wouldn't make that assumption. <laughs> uh, love you guys and look forward to your show as always. You know what's interesting, though, is I actually had a conversation, one of my many virtual meetings today, about how as much as... I do want to continue to work and do stuff and provide things to people virtually. I also don't want us, I don't want us to look at this as the new normal. No. I I don't want us to become comfortable doing things this way. So I'm with you. <laughs> the irony of it is not lost on us either. 
Uh, Joseph says, I loved watching Kyler Lee taking charge this episode. It was comical to watch. Oh, wait. Time out. Time out. We forgot one thing. What? One of her options was a surgeon. And all I could think was, crazy anatomy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you saw her with her scrubs and her little hat for a surgery. Oh, uh, no. Yuck. I miss that. I do miss mm-hmm. that. Especially because, um, again, I don't think you watch grades, but like. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but like a lot of the characters from back in the day, um, well, one in particular, Alex left recently. And so that, and also the way he left was super crazy. And they did like a clip show as his final episode. It was just like a clip show. And so what? watching, oh, yeah. Off. Basically, you know what? That's what, I, did you hear about Tom Brady leaving the Patriots? Yeah. Somebody said he pulled the Alex Karev because Basically, Alex had his last episode, but we didn't know it was his last episode. And then they wrote a whole episode where Alex wrote letters to people explaining why he left. And it was all voiceover from Justin Chambers. He wasn't in the episode. It was just voiceovers and a clip show. It was what we do to make Chanda mad? I, I'm trying <laughs> to figure it out. They are keeping it quiet, whatever it is, because I'm like, this is not how you exit a character who's been on the show since day one. And the unless whole, you pissed off Shonda Rhimes. And the whole thing was that he Alex left to go be with Izzy because he found out that Izzy had used his sperm to have kids. Wait, I thought she was dead. No, she was alive. She just left. So how he never mind, you know what? Because before it's a Ronda Rhyme show, it ain't gotta make sense to me. No, I'm saying it was a weird writing off, so it didn't make sense. But yeah, (laughs) but watching all those clips, like it remind, like it just reminded me of all the people who had passed away on that show, and like, or who had left the show, and I was just like, oh, like I and I love Kyler, and she was so good on the show, and her death was definitely one of the most memorable ones on that show. So. Yeah, I had a moment. I was like, oh, Kyler. (laughs) Okay, I love watching Kyler Lee take charge this episode. It was comical to watch Supergirl hamming it up in VR and David here would seem to be having the time of his life playing Hank Henshaw again in full cheese mode. (laughs) Boy, was that cheesy. It was so cheesy. Like, he was like, oh, I am bad. (laughs) I will destroy you. For those of you who play Mass Effect, you know exactly what I'm referencing just now. Uh, This was a fairly decent episode dealing with grief, but I probably would have appreciated tons more if Jeremiah wouldn't have been played, would have been played by anybody but Maga Kane. True. Love you. But he wasn't. He was played by, uh, you know, extra. I feel like they got a key grip and had him stand. (laughs) He was played by Shadow. That's what he was played by. They might have even CGI'd that Shadow and not. I mean, come on, we did get a Thanos snap of the juice, so I mean. Um, Amani. (laughs) Forget Alex's. Our boy John finally got a cut and brushed his hair. (laughs) Leave David Harewood alone. Kyler had fun in one of Red Daughter's old wigs, but she loves her real daddy so much, she imagines a world where he goes to a black barber in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the show is filmed in Vancouver. 
I loved how much fun they all got to have in VR with their dramatic campy asses and appreciate our girl getting to work through some real trauma. I'm even ignoring how dumb it was for Alex to hop into Obsidian right after saving some people who got stuck in there because our girl was hurt. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, girl, like we literally just had an episode where you save somebody who got stuck in there. You're just like, mm, let me work through my trauma in the virtual reality world. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that was a weird transition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of all, cause like she are, she already seems like the type of person to be skeptical. Cole about working through her stuff in VR. So yeah, it didn't really. But matter. at the same time, it also makes me wonder about the the deliberately the de, 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 blah, blah Jesus fucking Christ, what's wrong with me? The deliberately addictive properties of the program. Mm-hmm. Like, is it is it causing folks to get addicted to where even one hit is enough to bring them back in? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, also the petty in me enjoys killing problematic Dean Kane and then turning his character into the bleeding heart liberal he hates in real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they even Thanos snapped his ass to make sure he knows that check is <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> I live. <laughs> yes, I was <laughs> it's oh, like right. Thanos was right, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the show as always and you too for being delightful quarantine buddies. Look, I am happy to be your quarantine buddy. Listen to me now. Stay at home. Yes. I'm like, I'm saying this because I have family members who I'm just finding out are not keeping their asses at home. And because they live across the country, I can't yell at them right now in their faces. (laughs) Um, but yes, people stay home, stay home. I promise you it's not that hard. Stay home. The world will be there on the other end. We, we hope. I <laughs> Even if it's not. Don't, don't need your help to kill people is what I'm saying. Exactly. I know everyone's tempted because they have the time that they don't usually have. I look, I've been on the apps and I see people like, let's meet up. How about no? <laughs> like, I just like, this is not the time. Um, Look, I'm you. I told you what I did this weekend. Worked on the quilt. Started a YouTube channel where I'm interviewing photographers, black female photographers. Teaching myself Adobe Pro. I've been doing shit, <laughs> but in my house, I've been doing yeah, shit. Yeah, I actually think you're doing too much. But either <laughs> way, people, to find, if if you need to find something to keep you as busy as the doctor is, do that. <laughs> but keep your butt at home, okay? We love you. We want you to be here after this is all over. We want your friends and family to be here after this is all over. Like, please, just stay home. <laughs> just stay home. <laughs> all right, so we will be here n- uh, we will be back here next week for the last episode before the hiatus. And then who knows? Who knows after that? It, it, all the world's a mystery. Um, all right. Love you and thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. Bye.